The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Coast. All right, Carver High, so uh, what bothers you so much about it uh, that they use three different baseballs now? Apparently, that's the story that's out now, that uh, they're using different kinds of balls during the season. Yeah, apparently MLB used balls in three different weight groupings last year. They were allegedly called dead balls, which is what the league claimed they were going to use all year long in 2022. The study found that there was older, quote-unquote, juiced baseballs, as well as Goldilocks baseballs, uh, Scotty, which apparently are like the perfect weight uh, that you would want to play this. And those were only used in special events, all-star games, commemorative games, postseason, and Yankee games, which makes us – there's two things here for me that bother me. Why, why do we have three different baseballs to begin with? Go make one baseball and just put it in every game. What, why do they screw around with this stuff? Two – I want to know how many games I bet, uh, you know, the under in and they put the Goldilocks baseballs in. Or how many games did I bet the under in and they put the juice baseballs in. This is the kind of stuff that the door gets opened when you find stuff like this out. It's It's so dirty. And here's the other part of it. So they they used them in Yankee games in September. Is that the only reason why Judge got 62 home runs? Because they gave him some juiced up Goldilocks baseball uh, when he was playing? It just looks bad. I don't get it. The sport's been around for a billion years. Here's a baseball. Give the same one to all the games. Why is this a problem? Why are we doing this? It's 2022. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. And we bet on it. And that's what bothers me the most, is that we bet on it. Because it's big business. And uh, it's about them filling their coffers with money. And it's about these teams making all kinds of millions of dollars and selling tickets and it's all about branding and everything else. So they are obviously manipulating them uh, for their benefit fiscally. It's that simple. And we've got all these leagues now in bed with the books. It just it, it just goes it just and they're layers in bed with upon them too. layers. Of, there are layers upon layers upon layers to this that just bother you uh, when you see this stuff and you're betting on these sports every single day. It's just frustrating. How is that uh, different than, is it different than, you know, so they're talking about, you know, all the bonds numbers are, are right. tainted because of juice. What's the difference between that and this? When uh, the balls are phony and guys are hitting home right. runs in droves, what's the difference between juice balls and juice players? Really none. Right. Right. I, I agree. And, and, and it opens the door for questions. And it just makes, it just bothers you. And we'll have something else like this later on 
with uh, with information and books. Like, you're telling me nobody knew yesterday that Anthony Davis had the flu before that game against the Cavs last night? You're telling me that nobody knew all day long. They put injury reports out. People are supposed to know these things going into games. They're partners, the NBA, with books, aren't they? Nobody knew that this guy had the flu before he walked out on the court last night and eight minutes in he had to go leave out of nowhere? Come on. I guarantee you that, uh, listen, I guarantee you that the uh, sports books knew, but we didn't. They knew, uh, we yeah. didn't. That's, and, that's how it works. And that's a problem. Uh, they know everything and you know nothing and that's the difference and that's why the house always wins. They know you don't and screw you. Many people bet the Lakers last night knowing that AD's been on a heater the last couple Me. of games. The guy's been on fire. He's been on absolute fire, and he leaves the game eight minutes in. Nobody's got any idea what the hell's going on, and then they tell you he's got the flu. What, did he just get the flu on the free throw line three minutes ago? Yeah. He clearly had it all day. Where's the injury report? And, Anthony and Davis. here's me ripping my ticket. Right Here's me ripping tickets. Right when it happened, Thanks. I knew I was losing that bet. And remember, at like... At like halftime, it was tied or something like that. And everybody, like, I knew I'm not stupid. I'm like, oh, this game, believe me, this this is over. And when there was eight minutes after the first, the game was over. The bet was over. I ripped my ticket. I knew they were going to lose. And they lost by 14 or whatever it was. You knew they weren't covering. And you certainly knew they weren't winning. This isn't the 50s and the 60s anymore where there's no information and people aren't betting. We now all are legally betting on this stuff every day. There needs to be information about accountability. Doc, you know, diff different baseballs, guys having the flu, quarterbacks hurting warmups. This stuff needs to be made available to you if you're going to be partnered with legal sports books. It just does. It's, that's it's a, ridiculous. That's it. It's that simple. It's silly, uh, and it bothers me. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, it just bothers the hell. It bothers out. everyone that bets like this. Yeah, it, it's it makes it so much harder. Uh, to it's be bullshit. To so there you go. But then they got then they sit up there, Manfred with this. Oh no, we're using the same baseball this year. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates from coast to coast uh, here, Sirius XM channel 159, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Good to have everybody with us on a Wednesday. He sits up there with a dopey look on his face, Scott, and goes, "No, you know we're we're using the same baseballs all year. We're not doing that stuff anymore. Where we're changing the baseballs out. We've we've got this. We had a manufacturing problem last year and." during COVID, and that's why there was different balls. He's a liar, too. He lies about everything, that guy Manfred. We don't need it. He's the worst, too, that guy. Misery. <sighs> that guy. Absolute misery. Well, we got different balls here, and we're going to shut up. All right? Use the same baseball. You've got all these games like, every day. Uh, wait a minute. That almost sounded like the old programmer voice. Can you do that for me real quick? Oh, Scott, stop playing the loud music at night. <laughs> Just talk about <laughs> And don't talk about hockey. Nobody wants to hear about it. Just do your thing where you're funny and nobody wants. Just don't talk about hockey. Bobby, he's got that down. <laughs> we'll talk about uh, the Bills losing Von Miller when we come back. Uh, that was good news that I got today. No more Von Miller for the Bills. You lose. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, Carver, I, I just don't think, uh, any way you slice it, uh, that the Von Miller uh, end of season surgery he had for an ACL tear against the Lions on Thanksgiving, that he had that procedure. That just hurts them. Anyway, you slice it. Uh, it hurts him uh, big time. Uh, he was a big part of that defense. He had been really bringing along some of the other guys on the line, like Rousseau and others. The rotation was really strong. And he just brought that championship-level experience to the Bills' defense. A guy who's been there and has won a ring and could show them the way. Uh, and he will not be there uh, to show them the way. He had surgery uh for the ACL. He actually, Scotty, was going in for the surgery uh, on the lateral meniscus, uh, which was the injury that they thought he had. When they went in, they saw that the ACL was torn, so they went and fixed that up. Uh, so unfortunate for Von Miller, he is finished uh, for the year with the Bills. They will face the Jets this Sunday in Buffalo. Here is Jets head coach Robert Sala on the challenges of facing the Bills offense and Josh Allen. No, I, I, I mean anything's possible, right? But um, you know, it's the, this team. They're, they're so well coached, and uh, you know, again, they're they're coming off ten days rest, and they get a home game, and I'm sure they've studied some of their tendencies, so they're they're going to flip the script on some things, and uh, so we just, you know, we got to um, playing a team like Buffalo when you play a quarterback like Josh. There's a relentlessness that you have to play with with regards to the play and rhythm, and then uh, the playoff schedule, and. Uh, so you're not just defending a three-second play, you're defending six, seven, eight, nine seconds and, and just being relentless and brushing coverage and all the different things that we talk about. That's, that's really the key for, for this. Well, the key to this game is, uh, will the Jets cover the big number or not? That's the only key there is. I mean, we already know. We've seen this story a thousand times. Uh, we've seen them play each other twice a year, every year, forever. And uh, this year, uh, the Bills uh, were you know, predicated to win it all, go to the Super Bowl, be unbeatable. And that just hasn't been the case. Uh, they've had all kinds of injuries. I think that's kind of torn their season up. And now this latest injury is gigantic. And I just, you know, I got to tell you, uh, I still think they're tough, but I'm not sure they're the team that everybody thinks they are, that they're going to go uh, to the Super Bowl. I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Look, I'm very skeptical myself. You know that. I'm pessimistic when it comes to them. They are back in the top slot in the AFC for now. 
after the Chiefs and the Dolphins lost last week. They have the best record in the AFC. Um, we'll see. They got five weeks. They could they could control their own destiny to get a bye, have all the games in Buffalo. It's what you want. Uh, and we'll see if they could finish it off. They're laying nine against the Jets this week. I already told you I think that they could cover it. But uh, I like the extra rest for them. I like the revenge spot. Uh, we'll see if they can get it done this week. We'll go to Dallas next, Scotty. Uh, let's hear from Jerry first, talking about the Beckham nonsense uh, before we get to that fat number they got to lay against the Texans this week. Here he is on the fan in Dallas saying, I don't think this Beckham stuff is going to work out. It's not going well. well. I just think this is an opportunity that is rare because of his availability. Uh, but uh, there's going to be one way or the other. There's not a failure here. I'm talking about the actual signing or not signing. There's not disappointment here. Uh, if this thing uh, works, it'll improve this team now. It'll improve it this year. Uh, if we uh, uh, don't don't have that, uh, then uh, we're in a positive situation as well. Uh, it has to improve us now. And, uh, uh, you know, that's... Uh, uh, that's a pretty tall order, and uh, it has to improve us in a way that uh, uh, makes sense for us as we look not only this year, but as it impacts the years to come relative to uh, the financial aspect of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. This is not about years to come. I heard all that I could handle today that this is about the future. Okay, uh, OBJ has never had a future. He's always injured. He's always blowing his knees out. He never lasts anywhere. I mean, that's just all there is to it. And uh, here's what I would do. If I were Buffalo, I would get that deal done for now. It's about now. Can you play now? Because you never can play later. This guy, predicting this guy playing next year is hilarious to me. No one knows where he'll be in six months. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so for me, you lose Von Miller. You need this guy to make them more dangerous offensively. They're already good defensively. They were great, and now they're not great. Now they're good, okay? And they're the top team, as you say. So add them to the offense, and they become unstoppable. Uh, and let your defense adapt to the problem that they've got in front of them. I don't see them on the Cowboys. Uh, that, that, to me, was a written verbal uh, statement of, we're not signing it. Yeah, and I think that, uh, like I, I think I was saying this yesterday, I think that Jerry like wants him to play like tomorrow. Like, I, I think yeah. that Jerry's expecting him to sign him and him right. play immediately. Like, that's what he wants, and he's just not ready to do that. He's still right. probably four or five weeks away from actually playing uh, in an NFL football game. Now, the Cowboys did get left tackle Tyron Smith back at practice today, Scotty. First time since August. Remember the hamstring tendon injury that he suffered. So they are going to be getting him back very soon. The Texans on the other side are going back to Davis Mills uh, at cares? quarterback. So I guess sucks two, weeks of Kyle, two weeks of Kyle Allen uh, is all that Lovey could take down there in Houston. Fat number actually just crept down to 16 and a half. I know there was some 17s the last two days. 16 and a half uh, for the Cowboys at home against Houston. Okay, well, they laid 10 and a half against uh, the Colts and they put 54 on them. What do you think they're going to do to this team? This team is worse than the Colts fivefold and i'm done talking about the quarterback moves of lovey smith lovey's a terrible coach he's a thief he's made millions he never wins anywhere ever and b no. kyle allen sucks and you know what 
Davis Mills is his lover. He sucks so bad. Go ahead and start him. They'll lose by 30. I'm done talking about the, the Houston Texans for in any capacity. Why do we even mention them? Who cares who their effing quarterback is? They don't win if they had Lombardi coaching them. They don't win if they had Bart Starr as their quarterback. They're the worst team in the NFL. They're going to draft number one. That's the only thing you need to know. Hello, Kansas City. We'll be talking about the Texans. Uh-huh. Uh, how crappy they are. That's why we'll be talking about. I got a couple for you today from Mike Tomlin as the Steelers get ready for the Ravens this week at the place the Steelers play. First, we love when Tomlin does this stuff. It's December, it's late in the season, and Mike is strapping on the hard hat and he's ready to go. Here's Tomlin. What is it about December football that it seems like you get rejuvenated or get another boost level up? Man, as the road gets narrow, um... It makes you or it breaks you. Um, you feel that pressure or you apply that pressure. Um, it's my preference to apply it. And, um, and it's my job to make sure our team shares that sentiment. Yeah, for $12.5 million a year, you better apply it. Uh, bottom line is he gets paid a lot of money to win, and they are on the cusp of doing something no one thinks that they can do. There's still five teams in front of them, Mike. I think it's highly unlikely for me that the Steelers make the playoffs. But I do believe they can beat the Ravens this week. And I do believe they can get to eight wins. Let's quickly hear Tomlin talking about Pickens and him wanting the ball on Sunday. He doesn't mind it. I'd rather say woe than sick him. I want a guy that wants to be a significant part of what it is that we do. Now, the appropriate and professional and mature way to express that, we're growing and working on, and we will continue. Um, but that spirit, <laughs> that competitive spirit, the guy that wants the ball, no, nah, I want that guy, you know. I'd imagine TJ wants to lay the quarterback down more. Um, we got competitors. This is professional football. Um, these guys know that they have to deliver. And so for a guy that, that wants to do that, I'm not going to make that a negative, no matter how silly I think the commentary is or people talking about him expressing frustrations and stuff and trying to make it a negative storyline. I laugh at that. Again, that's one of the reasons why we're continually progressing, because we're capable of tuning that BS out. There you go. Boy. So in other words, he's a child, but he wants to rock. I love Tom. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Know your prey. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. Get on BetMGM. On the app, you can get a $1,000 risk-free play. That's right, a $1,000 bet. No risk to you. All you got to do is use the bonus code Coast to Coast. I think you're going to dig it. It's time for the Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM, Carver High. And I think it's... Uh, pain day midweek, where do you hurt Wednesday? So I know you're doing NFL futures. That's it. Uh, every week here on the Lions Share on Wednesday, we take our look at what the futures look like. We are going into week 14, unbelievable, of the NFL season. Let's rock. Super Bowl first. We had a two-week run, Scotty, where the Bills actually weren't on top anymore, but that has changed they are back on top at plus 375. Chiefs 5 to 1, Eagles 5 to 1, Cowboys up the list to 7 to 1. Bengals are 11 to 1. The tumbler, Scotty, obviously was the Niners with Jimmy G getting hurt. Off the top 5 there, they are now 12 to 1. Dolphins and Bucks 16 to 1, Vikings 18 to 1. I think a lot is, you know, hinging on whether or not Garoppolo can come back from the playoffs. I'm not buying all this talk uh, today and, and yesterday you heard how uh, all he has to do is not do too much, Purdy. Don't try to do too much. Just do what you're supposed to do. I don't even know what that means. Don't try to do yeah. too much. I don't, what does that mean? Like, he either gets it done or he doesn't. And I think he's going to find out the hard way in Seattle. I'm not putting them in the Super Bowl with that kid at quarterback. I'm sorry. But I will say this. Uh, the Eagles... They stomp everyone they play, and I, I hate to see it. Uh, I'm not a fan, but I, I know that they are producing at a level that's you know equivalent of the Super Bowl to me. Like they go out every week and destroy whoever they're playing. Like what they did to the Titans was very impressive to me. I have to see it from the Bills. I'm more inclined to believe it's the Chiefs and Bengals on the AFC side, and I'm more inclined to move the Cowboys up based on. Uh, their health and their defense and their quarterback uh, ahead of San Francisco right now based on not having uh, a quarterback. they got a, a Mr. Irrelevant playing quarterback. And everybody's already trying to put him into the Super Bowl, uh, all of these you know media critics and everything else. It's just, in my view, not happening. It's not happening. A, a really good team is going to stop him. There is no way you can be the last player selected in the NFL draft and then go win the Super Bowl. I'm just, I just don't believe it. I don't care. This isn't Kurt Warner bagging groceries. Uh, I'm, I'm not buying it. I'm just not. I think the Niners are really good. I think right now with him, they're not really good. Uh, but the Eagles are really good. So are the Cowboys. It would be a hell of a movie uh, if he did, uh, just like that Kurt Warner movie that they made. Let's please don't do that to us. Uh, please, please don't let that happen to us that Mr. Irrelevant wins the Super Bowl. No, Honestly, I don't it's bad enough. Either. It's bad enough with the cheese that we see every day on TV. We got a lot of cheese. Uh, let's do some divisions that maybe are still in doubt. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. We might have to start. We might have to take the South off the list if the Bucks can win in San Francisco this week. 
Bucks are now minus 800 after the comeback win over the Saints. Panthers are now second to 10 to 1. Falcons 14 to 1. Saints buried 40 to 1. That's over. That's that's done. That's over with. And let me tell you something. They stink and they're going nowhere. One and done in the playoffs. I don't care if he's their quarterback or Jesus is their quarterback. And not only that, this week they're going to get their ass beat too, even with Mr. Irrelevant. In San Francisco, he will do nothing against that defense, just like he did nothing against the Saints. That last three minutes was a miracle because the Buccaneers stink, and they're going to win the division. They're going to be the worst team in the playoffs. Here is the West with the 49ers. They have a one-game lead on Seattle. They play next Thursday night in Seattle. Niners minus 400. Seahawks plus 300. Can they catch him over the final five weeks and win the division with Purdy? Yes, Seattle will win it, and Seattle will beat uh, San Francisco in Seattle. Wow, let's go. That's what I like to hear. Next, AFC East. There was a question about this the last few weeks. The Bills are now in first. They have the Jets at home this week. They have the Dolphins at home next week. Bills now down to minus 500 for the AFC East. Dolphins 4-1, to one, Jets 22-1. to one. You know, I won't deny I thought the Dolphins had a really bad game in Santa Clara. Fair enough. Let's see what they do next week in Buffalo before we start crowning the Bills. I think people have a tendency to give Buffalo Super Bowl rings every year for the last three years before they play any meaningful games. Everyone just continually puts the Bills into, you know, Victoryville, and they're going to win everything, and then they never do it. The AFC North door swings open. No Lamar for this week. Maybe who knows how many weeks. Ravens still the favorite up there, Scotty, in the minus 130 range. The Bengals are now plus 115. Uh, Bengals the second choice of plus 115. They're tied in record. They play the last game of the year in Cincinnati. Okay, well... You all know what's going to happen, right? The Bengals are going to win the division, and they're going to win that game, and they've won four in a row. The Bengals are the best team in the North. They are the team that went to the Super Bowl, and they're playing like it. And the Ravens just lost their quarterback for three weeks. And you know he's going to be out this week and next week, and, and he might be out the third week. And all I know is that little window right there is the fart that got out of the room. Uh, we all know what's going to happen. The Bengals are going to win the division, and they're going to beat them in Cincinnati in the jungle in the last week to uh, solidify that and, and to you know put a stamp on it. Let's look at the MVP board now. Mahomes, it's gotten a little tighter. Mahomes plus 120. Jalen Hurts now plus 150. Joe Burrow, 8-1 to one in the three-hole. Josh Allen and Tua are both 12-1 to one right behind him. Jer- uh, Burrow flying up the board, Scotty, after beating the Chiefs. Well, I got to tell you, uh, he always beats Mahomes, so I, I got to tell you, I'm giving it to Hurts. Right now, today, uh, Jalen Hurts, back-to-back player of the week in the NFC. He beats everyone they put in front of him. Not only that, he humiliates them. I think the guy's been amazing what he's done with the Eagles. And... You know, I'll be honest with you, I, I'm getting used to watching the Chiefs lose big games, right? So everyone's favorite quarterback, they just can't get enough of Patrick Mahomes and his wife for some strange reason. And when it comes down to it, he can't beat Joe Burrow in the Bengals, so why would I give him another MVP? I mean, Burrow's better than him to begin with. And then I think Hurts is better than both of them. 
I think that a lot of times Mahomes tries to drag. There's other parts of that Chief team that they're not great. Special right. teams, some things on D. And as great as Mahomes is, he can't play special teams. He can't play defense. There's other parts of the team that don't match up with Mahomes. And I think that that's where he clearly gets hurt in some of these instances. All right, offensive player of the year. Tyree Kill, plus 190. Jalen Hurts, plus 250. Justin Jefferson, 3-1. to one. Patrick Mahomes, plus 950. Then Kelsey. I think you got three really good choices at the top there, Scotty. Uh, I, I wouldn't have a problem with Justin Jefferson still being alive at 3-1 to one either if he has a monster. Yeah, but, but they have uh, turned into Cinderella, okay? So uh, you don't know what you're getting with that football team. How about they're not favored in Detroit? The best player is Jalen Hurts. It's been his year, and no one wants to yep. admit it. They just... It's been the same thing when he was at Alabama and when he transferred. He has been maligned his entire career in college and pros. They treat him like he sucks. Meanwhile, he's the best player on the field. He's the best player in the NFL this year, hands down. He doesn't seem to always get the pop uh, that maybe he should. He finishes the season, you know, 16-1, and 15-2. We'll see how they're looking there. He still won't get I respect. Went with the D- I-, I still won't. Defensive player of the year. I was going to take this out. And then I, I was back and forth on it. But Parsons is now minus 500. He was like minus 1,500 last week. Bosa's closing the gap at plus 250. Could Nick Bosa steal the defensive player of the year from him? Well, I mean, I'm not going to deny Bosa's a badass, but I think they've already given it to Parsons. I mean, everybody's already decided that he's the best player in the NFL defensively. Uh, it's a popularity contest. Believe me, it's a popularity contest because – T.J. Watt should have won it back-to-back years, but they gave it to Aaron Donald when he did nothing because it's a popularity contest. It's not about who the best player is. It's who's the most famous and who has the most juice and who's on ESPN the most. That, that's what it boils down to. Whoever's in the limelight is the best player. But Bose is doing all the dirty work. Too bad they've already given the award to Parsons. It's already done deal. Done deal, uh, but at least the odds did get a little bit closer. Coach of the year, Sirianni minus 185, Kevin O'Connell plus 350, Salah 12-1, to 1, Mike McDaniel 14-1, to 1, McCarthy's at 16-1 to 1 now. I- I'm sorry, Scotty, and I know we say this all the time. I- I'm still, you know, with Pete Carroll. He's 30-1. to 1, He's probably not going to win. How is Pete Carroll not one of the two or three guys for if they end up winning that NFC West? How with they were supposed five and a half was the win total, and he might win the division. How is it not Pete Carroll? I'm not going to argue with you uh, that he's uh, deserving and has done an absolute incredible job in Seattle. It's been fun to watch. Good for him. I applaud him. But they're going to give it to Sirianni because the Eagles kick everyone's ass. They are the most dominant team in the NFL this year, and he's going to get all the glory. Comeback player of the year. Seahawks will get the glory here. Geno's now minus 900. That's, an, that's a runaway. Geno Smith is the comeback player of the year, Scott. He didn't play for the last seven years. He's the comeback player of the year. I, I can't even believe on Sundays I hear that yelled all the time everywhere I go. Geno, you know, I mean, like, this guy's become so popular so fast this year. Uh, here he has. There you go. The lion's share brought to you by Bet MGM on Coast to Coast. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Well, Carver, where are the Patriots in all these discussions? Uh, The Patriots in all these discussions right now are kind of on the outside looking in, Scotty. They're 6-6. They're out of a playoff spot right now, and they are about to head out west for two games. They will stay out there. Monday night, they are in Arizona against the Cardinals. They'll spend the week in Vegas and play the Raiders the Sunday after that. Here is Bill Belichick. Everybody wants him to change his offense, doesn't like the way things are going right now, but Bill says, what do you want me to do? We're 14 weeks into the season. That's not happening. Here's Bill Belichick. I just wanted to to clarify something that you said on the radio yesterday with uh, WEI, if that's okay. Just, um, I think you said it was too late in the year to make any kind of dramatic changes offensively. And the thing I'm... Well, I I mean, look, we're not going to go to the, you know, wishbone offense here. We're not going to run the beer. (laughs) Defensively, we're not going to change into a, you know, run some other team's defense or whatever. That's, yeah, major changes, like, yeah, absolutely. It'll be, it'll, we wouldn't be able to practice it. Would changing, making a change at play caller qualify? Yeah, but again, the system that we have in place, I feel good about, so. Which includes the offensive staff, it includes me, it includes, you know, whatever the whole process is. What they're trying to say is they don't want Matt Patricia calling plays, right? I mean, that's what that boils down to. The media is uh, just unhappy with the current play calling situation as they've been the entire season. And this actually rolls into a couple of other things right now. First of all, they're one and a half point favorites Monday night in Arizona against the Cardinals. I, I don't know. I, I, I think they should win that game, right? You like the Pats Monday night in Arizona or you like... Kyler, I, I'm not. I'm not really sure where I'm going with that one yet. 
I actually would lean uh, Pats based on how bad the Cardinals suck. Yes, they are. They are bad. Uh, and I've seen a lot of stories in the last like two days out of Boston area. Like I know I see a lot of our boy Gresh. I see a lot of clips from his show, other things going on. There's a lot of talk right now. And this is, you know, the guy's only won a billion Super Bowls. How long will Kraft put up uh, with Belichick uh, not winning uh, despite all of the Super Bowls and success uh, that he's had in New England? Does he have the job for life uh, is what a lot of people are asking or as long as he wants to have it. That kind of ties into a story that you sent me today. Belichick tops the list of the highest paid American coaches. This is in all sports. $20 million a year. Five million more than the coach at number two, which surprisingly I didn't know this, Scotty, is Pete Carroll uh, at fifteen million dollars a year in Seattle. Out of the twenty-five coaches on that list, only three weren't football-related. Uh, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr, and John Calipari, I think, were the only three that weren't involved in football, pro or uh, college. So Belichick on the top, twenty million a year. Uh, 20 million a year and they're 500 uh, is a problem. I also found it uh, shocking for me that uh, the Roonies pay Tomlin 12 and a half million because they don't pay anybody. So uh, that they're, he's one of the highest top 10 uh, paid coaches in all of sport is crazy to me. Uh, I think, I think he's done a really good job. He's never had a losing season, but I'm not uh, sure that he's worth 12 and a half million dollars a year. I'm not either. I was actually also surprised to see so many college coaches, like on like college football SEC coaches, like Mark Stoops and like guys like that making nine, ten million dollars a year. Yeah, Mark uh, Stoops is than, not worth nine dollars, let alone I, it's nine. It's amazing million. though. He's in the top twenty-five of. He's not worth it, and, and there's no, absolutely no I, reason you can give me on the face of the earth that he's worth nine million dollars. They have never won a thing, ever. Nothing. I mean, they barely won games, never. let alone in. They've never won a division uh, title. They've never won. You know, they split it into divisions. They've right. never been in an SEC championship game. I mean, Not how do you pay a guy $9 million that never gets results? And he makes nine, and Calipari makes 9.5. And, and Calipari, Calipari is worth triple so Mark Stoops. More. Triple. I know. I agree. Uh, it's amazing. I guess that just shows you football uh, in collegiate athletics, I guess, uh, drives the bus, as they say. Uh, Back to this week's games. The Jaguars are coming off an embarrassing loss uh, to the Lions on Sunday. Trevor Lawrence got banged up in that game, Scotty. Foot injury. He's day-to-day. They're playing the Titans this week. Here's Doug Peterson. Hopes he has him out there. I mean, obviously, when it's your quarterback, there's an any player, there's a level of concern. But, you know, we still got several days, you know, um, before the game. But, um you know he's uh, he, he's tough, um, and uh, he'll do everything he can. I know in his power to try to to try to be out there, but uh, we'll just take it day by day. Yeah, they're gonna lose. Uh, it is now minus four for the Titans at home against uh, Titans, as we know, having their own issues off the field. They fired their general manager yesterday. They were all answering questions about it today, but the Titans should be able to take care of the Jaguars, especially if Lawrence isn't playing, Scotty. Even if he does play, I'm on the Titans lane four in Smashville at Nissan. They're flat out better than the Jags. Listen, take a look last week when he played in Detroit, how bad they were. That's who they are. Yep. 
Awful. Uh, did an awful job, that's for sure. Uh, week 14 kicks off tomorrow night in Los Angeles. The Rams and the Raiders for Thursday night football this week. Rams claim Baker Mayfield yesterday. There's talk maybe he's going to start tomorrow night. Uh, that would mean that uh, the great John Walford, uh, who started last Sunday against Seattle, will most likely not. He has some sort of a neck injury. Sounds to me like uh, he's not that thrilled uh, that Baker got claimed, Scotty. Here's John. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this is part of the sport. Obviously, the team's going to do what's best for the team and, uh, you know, welcome him with open arms. And it's a good group in there, so we're just going to continue to push each yeah, other to get better and, and uh, go about our business. Do you expect to start on Thursday? Um, TBD. Uh, just waiting to see how my neck feels and just going through the week. How does your neck feel? Feeling better day by day, so... Yeah, that's a no. That's a no. So that's anyway, no. what really this boils down to for me is is can the Vegas uh, Raiders cover six? I mean, there's nothing else to say, is there? It's all about. I'm like sitting there today, going, "Oh my God, that number! Can they can they win by seven? The Raiders against it. the Raiders favored by a touchdown over anyone to me. Now look, I think the Raiders are playing pretty good football right now. Fair enough." Are they really going to go and destroy the Rams? And then I thought, okay, well, if Baker Mayfield's playing, does that affect anything? I'm like, no. Wofford, no. But, uh, you know, they were getting a big number last week, weren't they, the, the Rams? They I mean, were. honestly. Yeah. Here's my problem with the Raiders, and you know this. I, the Raiders are the better football team. The Raiders are playing better right now. This is like one of those times where you'll everybody will get behind the Raiders and they'll, you know, they'll win the game by two, you know, or something right. like that. And they'll just they'll stick it to everybody uh, in Los Angeles tomorrow right. Right, and have this big struggle uh, against them. I'm going to pass on Carr. Maybe we'll play him tomorrow because let's be honest, uh, Jalen Ramsey sucks now. Uh, so he could sit there and tell us how great Jalen Ramsey is. Uh, he ain't that good anymore. Uh, that's pretty much what it comes down to. There is a consensus, Scotty. In fact, a mounting consensus that the Broncos will fire Nathaniel Hackett after what one season. Wow, what a stunning revelation. Awful coach, awful hire, and they're going to show him the door after the first season. Stunning stuff. I mean, you know, I got to tell you, I think it's been enjoyable, to say the least, to watch them go down the toilet after all of the uh, preseason hype and Super Bowl hype and Russell Wilson hype and $250 million later and Nate Hackett that they all have been terrible and Russell Wilson has been worse and this football team flat out stinks. I think it's been awesome. Uh, it has been kind of fun to watch, that's for sure. Uh, Jimmy G does not need surgery. He could return in seven to eight weeks. Now, thankfully, Scotty, uh, I saw Kyle Shanahan like an hour or two ago. He told everybody, calm down. Like, I don't think you guys understand. Even though they've thrown this timeline out there, it is still an absolute long shot that Jimmy G actually plays. And if he did, it would be late in January. If the kid got you to that point, why would you take him out then anyway? Uh, well, I'm glad that Shanahan kind of threw some water on that uh, earlier today. So am I, because uh, I don't want to talk about this for seven weeks and then for another three weeks. Okay, so that makes 10 weeks. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's how, um, you know, embarrassing the media is. We're going to talk about some guy broke his foot now every day for the next 10 weeks. No, thanks. I got bigger fish to fry. Uh, Robert Quinn of the Eagles is going to undergo surgery on his knee. He's going to be out at least four games. Hopefully they'll get him back for the playoffs. 
Jalen Hurts was named NFC Player of the Week offensive for the second week in a row. First Eagle to do that. Nick Bosa and Michael Badgley also NFC Players of the Week. Joe Burrow, Chandler Jones, and Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Browns, uh, AFC Players of the Week. Let me give you uh, the weekly NFL betting update as we head into week number 14 in the league. Underdogs still, Scotty. 55% against the spread, uh, 105, 86, and 4. Underdogs of three or more points, 61%. Unders hitting at 56% as we've gotten through 13 weeks. I mean, that is crazy. So uh, particularly the three-plus points at 61%. So I guess anytime I see somebody getting three, I should pounce on it. I guess three or more, uh, sixty, you know, sixty-one percent uh, has been the clip so far this year. So that year. there you the go. Tomorrow night you're getting six. Getting six Rams. Uh, go play it. Uh, best teams against the spread through thirteen weeks. Giants and Bengals are nine and three against the spread this year. Lions, Titans, Cowboys are eight and four. Eagles. Despite being, uh, what are they now, Scotty? Eleven and one. Uh, they're only seven and five against the spread. Uh, so are the 49ers, the Jets, and the Chargers. Well, you know that team that just continues to impress as they go further into the season for me uh, is the Bengals. And then I take a flyer on the Lions. What the Lions are doing is very interesting. And if they beat the Vikings, I honestly believe if they beat the Vikings this week in Detroit, that they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, it, look, I th- I'm with you there. That last spot in the NFC, uh, it's up for grabs, I believe. I don't think the Giants in Washington are going to go uh, running to the end here uh, and run away from everybody. Worst teams against the spread. Other side of the coin, uh, the Buccaneers stand alone, Scotty. 3-8-1 and one against the spread for TB12 and company in Tampa. Bears 4-9, and nine. Broncos, Chiefs, Jaguars 4-8. and eight. Colts, Saints, and Packers, five and eight against the spread. Honestly, I, every time I go near that Tampa Bay team, uh, I get my hand burned. I mean, honestly, they're just the worst. I, I want to see them eradicated. I want to see them get their ass beat this week. I want to see them in the wild card lose the first game of the playoffs. I want it to be the first game to at noon on Saturday in the wild card. Uh, interested too. You got uh, Mahomes up there, Brady up there, guys that people like to bet on uh, among the worst against the spread uh, in the NFL this season. Uh, so there you go. There's your NFL day. We'll come back with a little this day in Carver High history uh, for you, Scott. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, 
our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time for today in Carver High history. It certainly is. Why don't we go all the way back to 1939 Ooh. to start today? Lou Gehrig, at 36 years old, is unanimously elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame as the only member being inducted after the five-year waiting period is waived. 1973, Jerry West of the Lakers sets an NBA record with 10 steals in a game. 1985, Bo Jackson wins the Heisman over Chuck Long at the time, the closest vote in the history of the trophy. 1984, former NASCAR driver Leroy Yarborough dies at 46 after a fall. 85, Martina Navratilova beat Chris Everett in her third and final Australian Open title. 88, the Islanders fired Terry Simpson, his coach, and they bring back Uncle Al. Al Arbor, uh, back on the island. Uh, he would have several tours of duty. 2001, the Mets send Robin Ventura to the Yankees for David Justice. First trade between the two teams in eight years. 2003, despite getting walloped by Kansas State, putting USC, the top team in college, the computer rankings make Oklahoma number one and put them against LSU in the title game. Remember when computers decided... Who played for the national championship? 2007, Barry Bonds pleads not guilty to five charges of perjury and obstruction of justice regarding the Balco investigation. That was a bad scene. 2005, Bud Carson. I uh, remember him. American football player and coach passed away at 74. 2010, judge in divorce proceedings invalidates a 2004 marital property agreement that stated the Dodgers were Frank McCourt's sole property, cutting off. His wife, Jay, actually recognizing his wife, Jamie, as the half-owner of the team. 2014, the first college football playoff was uh, Alabama, Ohio State, Oregon, Florida State, and Larry Nasser in 17, sentenced to 60 years in federal prison. Uh, your boy Larry Nasser got 60 years on this day in 2017, Scotty. That's your boy up there in the Big Ten running things in the chop shop in East Lansing. And I think that was only one thing. I think he would eventually get like 600 more years after more trials like came through. Like, never get out of here. He deserved it. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 